Yeah, so I don't know if it's like spiders in my hair or spiders are my hair, but he does live under the stairs and he has scary teeth and red eyes. Uh, welcome in, to Respawn. In, in the remake, it's spiders <laughs> equals hair. <laughs> That's Just what they to say. clear up anything, yeah. In the live action remake that still features Johnny Depp. Uh, welcome to Respawn and Fire, the Kick-Ass Reverend Gaming Podcast from Alpha Idiots. I'm going to your host, Adam. Johnny Depp is actually not in This is Halloween the Movie, Gumbert. And we have with us today, <laughs> Chad, who is the man. It's Danny Elfman. He's in... What is the name of that movie, Michael Ennis? Danny What's the Elfman. movie we're talking about? We're talking about Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Danny Elfman is Jack Skellington. Excuse me. Danny Elfman is Jack Skellington in that? I'm pretty I didn't know sure that. he is. Who voices um, Jack Skellington in the live action? No, that's not. <laughs> um, yeah, it is Danny Elfman. Oh, wow. Well, I think it's a singing voice is Danny Elfman. Sure, sure, sure. Chris... Sar Sarandon is the speaking voice. Sauron. Yeah. Sauron. Did you know that for the upcoming Little Mermaid live action movie, they are uh Lin Manuel Miranda is rewriting Kiss the Girl so it's less rapey? I don't remember that song at all, so that's good, I guess. That song is basically just the crab, Sebastian, yeah. telling the guy, listen. She might not say anything. She might struggle, <laughs> but you just kiss her. All you got to do is kiss her. Just go plant one on her. That's what I did yep. see how they remade Flounder to look more like a real whatever kind of fish he is, and it is scary. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying. And Sebastian looks like he looks like a straight up crab. I used to think he was a lobster, and then I just well, turns out I've only ever seen that movie like three quarters of a time. Okay, but yeah, he looks like a straight up crab now, and I don't want to look at it. Yeah, that's crazy. But speaking of things that I like, I type in Sebastian in Google, and the first thing that comes up is Sebastian Stan. I was like, okay, he's not bad to look at. Sebastian, Sebastian Stan is Crab. Sebastian the Crab. That'd be a good casting. Let's see. Uh, Sebastian Crab live action. Is he gross? Oh God, he's just so he's oh he he is a crab, and crabs are not fun to look at. And he's like a gross version of a crab with like evil dragon eyes. <laughs> oh, you hate I don't to like see it. it. Uh, you can catch us live on twitch.tv slash at Sunday evenings at 8.30 Eastern YouTube and podcast service Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Just like Javier Bardem, who's playing Poseidon. I think Javier Bardem is the dad. Um, yes, yes. He's King Triton. No, he's not Poseidon, but he has Poseidon's tra uh, trident. King Triton has a trident. I don't know if it's Poseidon's trident. Let me... Okay, here's bringing it. What trident full does King Triton have in the Little Mermaid live action? Oh, movie you can't type in live where action. Where he is played by Javier Bardem. Is it Poseidon's or did he inherit it from generational wealth? <laughs> you cannot type all of that into Google. It is not going to give you um, anything. The Trident is a magical weapon that is featured in the Little Mermaid franchise. It serves as a personal weapon of King Triton. It has magical ability. It doesn't say anything about Poseidon. It just says it's a trident. Okay. The only reason... Is I bring King Triton... Hold on. Triton in Greek mythology, a merman, demigod of the sea, he was the son of the sea god Poseidon. So oh, he, he did inherit through generational wealth. There we go. We full circle. The only reason I bring that up is because in Pirates of the Caribbean 5, Javier Pardim plays a ghost... Opposite of Johnny Depp. You're right. Who is after they're after Poseidon's trident to do magic stuff. So full You're circle, right. Johnny Depp, man under the stairs. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> upcoming on today's show, got some news about a closure, some news about Zelda. But first up, Phil Spencer talks about Xbox from Chris Scolian at VGC. I'm going to say it at the top, but I'll say it at the bottom. There's a, like a 49 minute interview that. Phil Spencer had um, on the kind of funny X cast. Um, and it's, it was like right after Redfall came out and he is like laying it out and he's not holding back. He's like, yo, and I'm mad about stuff. I just listened to it yesterday. And yeah. it is he is, uh, he is upset and depressed. <laughs> he is pissed off, but we have some stuff to look forward to. All right. Xbox boss, Phil Spencer has stated the company failed to deliver on what it showed during last year's showcase presentation, uh, but says he's very enthusiastic about this year's show. Speaking to Kind of Funny Games Xcast podcast, Spencer was asked by Phil Paris Lilly about the previous Xbox showcase, which took place in June 2022. Uh, Chad, I need you to play the, the, the part of Spencer as he interrupts Paris Lilly. Okay. Last year, during the showcase, you had the 12-month plan, Lilly said. You didn't necessarily deliver on all the games. No, we didn't deliver. There's no necessarily we didn't deliver. There we go. Hold on, I can, was... I can do that better. I can do that better. Hold on, I gotta do it again. Okay. Do it again. 
back from i'm not gonna do from the top but i did <clears throat> this didn't. year on xbox okay sorry i had to get into it okay <laughs> very good <laughs> You didn't necessarily deliver on all the games. No, we didn't deliver. There's no necessarily we didn't deliver. No, see now I'm what, going what into is now, what Wazowski, is You forgot yeah. to file your pay. All right, we'll just we'll stick with Italian with the hands. Yeah, just put your hands up. <laughs> we um, didn't deliver. <laughs> going on to discuss this year's showcase, Spencer said, I'm not going to try to oversell showcase here because if I was on the other side watching this, I'm like, hey, after Redfall, I'm going to put my hands on the controller and that's what's going to uh, take to prove it to me. Um, but the that, but that's not what Showcase is, so I'm very enthusiastic about Showcase. We're going to announce some things that people haven't seen, some new games, and we're going to give updates to some things that were uh, that were on your list. Again, he had a list of, like, last year, this was showed, this was showed. It's been 12 months, where's it at? Um, so, yeah, we have talked about what we were looking forward to, which is uh, Starfield and Xbox Game Showcase announced on June 11th. Again... Excellent interview. You should listen to it. He's being real and talking about like this is where the this is where the mess ups were. This is what we should have done better. This is what we're trying to do in the future to to make things uh, more improved. Basically, talking a lot about like we were hands off with Redfall because it's already in production. He's like, we should not have done that. We should have been there, yeah, quicker to make them fix the game. But again, listen to it. It's, it's a wonderful interview. Um, but anything about either the interview or about what's in the future? Um, I my thought was like. We'll get to a playtime. Like, I played Redfall. It's not great. I think it's fine. It's whatever. If you have a friend, you get a fun shoot and stuff, but it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm very shocked that he, like, took it full responsibility and was pissed off about it. I'm like, it's one game. Like, it's fine. But, you know, you don't want to fuck around. He's like, people are paying $70 for video games, and that's not acceptable. I'm like, you know, I'm thinking about it because I have Game Pass. I don't pay for anything. Um, <laughs> so I get that. But I'm still looking forward to Starfield and stuff. But I appreciate someone being so honest and being like, yo, this shit's fucked up got to do better yeah yeah i appreciate his candor and he's he's been you know even gary Wood pointed out on that episode that like phil spencer is a guy who will come out and he will is he, at the halo infinite launch or delay um how it's not going to come out at launch with the console like he was on animal talking the next day or something like that talking about he's answering questions about it feeling it being super honest and transparent and i appreciate that about him there are two things from this interview that i think are really interesting one is interesting about Redfall because I think we might see a similar thing come up with um, uh, uh, what is the name of the game from Rocksteady that no one wants? Oh, um, Suicide Squad. Gotham. Nope. Kill the Suicide Squad. Justice Justice League no, gets killed Suicide by Suicide Squad. Squad. Kill the Justice League. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That uh, one. So one of the things that he mentioned is that, like, as you as you kind of pointed out, Redfall they acquired Bethesda part way through Redfall's development. So instead of like intervening and saying, hey, we're going to now, you're halfway through development, we're going to come in and make you do it the Microsoft way. They're like, you know what? Finish up, make the game on your your terms, basically. And then he's like, "That we, we should have had a better system for actually showing them our resources and getting them this kind of stuff earlier. Whereas with Starfield coming out, that was much earlier in development. So they've been able to help, like they've been able to transition that over to the Microsoft quality, the Microsoft tools, Microsoft resources, that kind of stuff. So he's he thinks better of that game. But he's like, no amount of delay of Redfall would have changed the fact that the game didn't deliver on its vision. Like it's not necessarily polish. It's not necessarily, you know, frame rate or anything like that. It's just that the, the creative vision behind the game did not come across in gameplay. And that's not something that like a bunch of delays would have fixed. And I think that's one of the things that we're, that we're seeing right now with Rocksteady is that like people are not vibing with the creative vision of the game and delaying it a few months, a year or things like that. I'm not sure how much of a difference that's going to make for them. Um, but we'll see there. The second thing that I thought was interesting is that he kept saying he, he basically like acknowledged that it's it's difficult to trust Xbox and you shouldn't necessarily trust them right now. And like he kept talking about how, you know, Starfield's in a much better spot. He's really excited about it. It's going to be great. But then he kept saying, but like you shouldn't you shouldn't take my word for it. Basically, you should wait till you have it in your hands. And it was, that that was a very interesting thing coming from head of Xbox about a game that is going to be like their marquee title this year that they're hopefully they're probably wanting people to pre-order that they're probably wanting all of this. And then and he's saying just like, mm, wait till you have it. Don't don't necessarily run out and spend your $70 or your $100 pre-order, whatever it might be. Wait till you have it in your hands. It's like, oh, that's a really interesting thing to hear from Phil Spencer, although he probably mm. knows it like, oh, if you have Game Pass, it's. No, it's no, uh, it's no financial obligation for you up front. So, yeah, I think, 
that was like, okay, well, yeah, we talked about these games and this one didn't come out well. So it's like, you don't need, that's what people are like, well, you, you said this game was going to be good and it wasn't. He's like, you know what? Just play Starfield when it comes out and you tell me, which I was like, I have more, I have more faith in Starfield just because it's Bethesda like game. And I just like, yeah. you know, I like that studio's games. So I think it'll be fun. Again, no mention of Forza because everyone knows it's going to be great, you know, but I do like that. It's like, <laughs> right. Hey, he's like, I understand why you wouldn't trust me. So play it, and then maybe you'll believe me in the future. I mean, that's a very yeah. like honest way to do it. Instead of just being like, what misstep? I don't do any of those. <laughs> I'm perfect. Yeah. Play my next game. He's like, no, like, you don't trust me? I understand. Get a, a dollar for Game Pass for a month, and then let me know how you feel. That's interesting. But yeah, and just going around to Justice League, kill the Suicide Squad gets killed by the Justice League. Um, again, <laughs> now, I don't think... Now you've turned it around and it's the wrong way. <laughs> I can't figure it out. That game... Again, it's a similar thing, like where they know the game they wanted to make, and the year delay is probably gonna help them with polish. And I hope it just helps them have more content at launch. But if people aren't that's the kind of game it is, people like I said, that delay means nothing. Yeah. Like you made a, that game is gonna be what it's gonna be. And hopefully the year delay just means it's a better launch. But that game is not changing. And they had no intention of ever changing it. So again, yeah. Redfall, they had a vision for it. When I played it, you can see the vision is like this needed more time or this needed a better direction. I think, yeah, Gotham Knights kill the Suicide Squad and the Justice League is just complete opposite. <laughs> We're like, they know what they want. Now they're just trying to get it polished. But anyways, uh, yeah, like I said, check out Kind of Funny X-Cast. Very good interview. Uh, and we're going to move on to, what do you call this? Playtime? Talking about playtime? Mm, play to me. That's how you say it if it was all one word. Play to me. <laughs> in Italian, all in you're gonna Italian. do is the hands, and you're y'all probably can't speak. You can't speak me. You can't understand <laughs> me because of my heavy, thick Italian accent right now. While I'm doing this with my hands, it's so thick. This is Halloween. Uh, I'll let you. <laughs> do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Go um, we talked last week about you know Destiny Two and Grandmaster Nightfalls. Not got me nut fucks or whatever. It kind of got whatever we thought it was before this. I can't remember. GMNF Grandmaster Nightfalls is what that stands for. Uh, I don't know if the game is somehow getting easier or whether we're just getting really good at the game. But yeah, me, Audrey, and Jerrica freaking blasted all six of these Nightfalls. In fact, Audrey and I did it as a duo for one of them. And it was the like newly reworked um, Lake of Shadows one too. So like blasted through all six of those. We're going to do one more so I can gild the seal and then two more so Jerrica can gild the seal. And then we'll, we'll be what are good the, as hell. The Olympic Games are going on, right? Yeah, the Guardian Games. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I am not not super jazzed. I, I'm not super jazzed about the Guardian Games events, mostly because it's just strikes again. And then the, the, uh, the Crucible, the competitive, the PvP half of the Guardian Games is this mode called Supremacy, which is like, it's basically kill confirmed. Like, you have to kill them and then pick up their dog tags, except it's a crest in Destiny. And... You get extra rank progress, extra medals, all that kind of stuff if you uh, if you do this special matchmaking where it's like all warlocks versus all hunters or all warlocks versus all titans. And for for some reason, a team of six warlocks just fucking struggles like crazy in that. And I can't every single match. I did all the matches that I had to do in order for like to get all the event progress kind of stuff out of the way. But I will I will not do any more now. Because it is not fun for me. Because we we just got completely dunked on every single match. Is it just Titans running everything? Uh, I assume most PvP of the matches is... I played were us versus hunters, and hunters, oh, hunters are always like going invisible and using their stupid eh. strand shit, and Titans are just punching everything. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So more more of that played. We played. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, which I think is the first time I've ever said that all correctly. We did that. We, that was our barf game for last month. So go check that out. That is up on uh, Patreon, or up on YouTube.com slash Fire. Sorry, YouTube.com slash at Fire. Mm, there it is. And go check that services. out. And podcast services. And I was going to try to think of some third funny thing, but I couldn't think of anything. Friendster. So, uh, Friendster. Yeah, go check out Friendster. Go check that out. For the month of May, we're playing Minute, M-I-N-I-T. Um, every single round in that game is a minute. So, and the whole game is like an hour and a half, two hours. So, 
Real easy one for us to play. Real easy one for you to play. Come chat about it at the end of the month with us. Two more games, Adam. These two were shadow dropped on Apple Arcade a few days ago. And if you're unfamiliar with Apple Arcade, it's a, it's a subscription service on Apple devices. No ads, no microtransactions. And the game will never come to other streaming services, which is part of the agreement. Which sucks because these games now can't show up on Xbox Game Pass in their current form. They can have like a Game of the Year edition or like a Plus edition. Or for show up pay. Because I know Grindstone just came to everything, but you got to pay for it. Exactly. It will not yeah, be yeah. on a, another service, another subscription service. But I know the second one I would pay for in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, uh, and that's the, so the, the first one here is another game in the series, the the What the series. So there was originally the the first wave of Apple Arcade games was What the Golf, and that was like a standout gem. It was hilarious. I loved it. And that's available basically everywhere now. Then I just played What the Bat on PSVR 2 when it launched a few months ago, and that was fantastic experience. And then this is What the Car. And so it's it's driving, but your car has giant legs and you're running. And then sometimes your car has baby legs and you have a jet pack. And sometimes you're covered in springs. And so it's just it's sometimes you're riding on top of a soccer ball. And sometimes you're throwing a soccer ball at bowling pins. It is wild. I love this whole series. I'll play anything that they do. So what the car again, fantastic. It's on Apple Arcade. And I think it's like it's like four or five dollars a month is Apple Arcade subscription too. And you can access it all on your phone, your iPad, your Apple TV, which brings me to the second game here. TMNTSF, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, shredded something. Fuckers. Sh shred no, splintered fate? Splintered? I think it's splintered fate. TMNT splintered fate is this one. And Adam, this is the sleeper hit of the fucking year. This game is Hades. It is 2020 Game of the Year nominee, Hades, 2021, one of those two years. Uh, it is Hades. The art style is Hades. The gameplay is Hades. The, the fully voiced dialogue and like over, like completely developing world and meeting new characters, it is all Hades, except it's all Ninja Turtles. And it is fucking dope. Uh, it, it, you get, it is multiplayer as well, which is fantastic. I can't wait to have some other people download it and play it with me. Uh, you can play it across, like if somebody can be playing on their phone while I was playing on my Apple TV with a DualSense controller. So it felt like I was playing a PlayStation game, which is awesome, except for I wasn't earning any regular trophies. I was earning stupid Apple game center achievements, which I don't give a fuck about. Um, but yeah, this game is incredible and it's like Hades. You have like in Hades, you had different weapons that you could choose, which would change up the gameplay in this one. You just choose a different turtle. So like Raph has a fight style that prioritizes critical hits and he has like a way to like chain people in and bring them towards him. Uh, whereas Leonardo has uh shuriken that he throws from far away and, uh, Michelangelo can taunt people. And so like the, there are different play styles for the turtle and you level up the turtle, you know, you come back, you, it's a roguelike. So you, you come back and you level up your health, your attack damage, and all that kind of stuff in a permanent way. And then room to room, you get buffs that are temporary for each run. Um, and it's, it's incredible. The music is great. There's fully voice acted and, and all the voice acting is fantastic. I wish this were on everything. I love that it's like it dropped on Apple Arcade and I have that just because I pay for the freaking the one bundle that includes everything for my Apple stuff. But I, I just wish more people had this in their hand. Like I want people to play this on Switch. I want people to play this on Xbox, on PlayStation because it is so good. And right now, like it, that's a good get for Apple because they're getting a lot of attention on Twitter right now because of it. It's so fucking good. Let me tell you. So I'm addicted I'm, to it. I ran. It's yeah. one of the. It's so easy to be like one of those. Oh, I'll just do another run. Oh, I just leveled up my health a lot, or I just leveled up this a lot. I'm gonna do another run. And what's even better is that it has that. It has that Steam Deck dream where I can come home and I can play it on a big screen. And because everything's synced through iCloud, I can then go out to the park and whip out my phone. Or on a downtime at break uh, at work, I can whip out my phone or my iPad and continue my progress and stuff like that. Like it's, it's so good. It's so cool. I know mainly Brian is arguing with me in the chat saying who wants to play it worse. He said he wants to play it better. I said I want to play it hardest. I don't know if you can beat hardest with better. He said hardest shell. Oh. Oh, God. Oh. You know what? Brian beat me. Um, no, I'm with God. I, I cannot wait for this to come more places. 
because uh, like if this was out on PC or you know on console, I would buy it right now and play it with you, dude. It looks so good. I'm like, let me tell you, Paramount, parent company of Nickelodeon and other such um, things, knocks it out of the park with their games. Think about it. We got Shredder's Revenge last year. Awesome game. And then Cowpunga Collection. Like, here's all the old Turtles game. Play them all in one place. And then we get a Hades TMNT. And then there's the rumored AAA the Last Ronin. Tur- they're just yeah. like, hey, these yeah. turtles are cool. Let's fucking go all out. <laughs> Everything that they've done has been a hit so far. The movie looks cool. Again, these last three games have been awesome. Yeah. Um, it gets my shell hard. I am uh, very excited about it. <laughs> it gets, gets my bad shell so hard. <laughs> that's it that's all i've been playing i'm probably i'm probably tonight just gonna go grind a lot more in that fucking ninja turtle game it's so good all right very cool so then we'll go on to me uh again i'm just i love brian in the chat right now having a good time uh so i've beaten star wars jedi survivor whoa fancy pants Finished that a couple days after we had last week's podcast, and now I'm doing all the collectibles. I basically have like one-fourth of one map left of collectibles, and I'm done. I'll have everything. I think I'll have to... I'll probably do a new Game Plus to do the rest of the achievement. I normally don't care about Platinums or 100%, but I think on this one I will because I'm so close and I'm enjoying it so much. Um, So hopefully one day... I've got a couple people lined up. We want to do a spoiler cast about that because that game is excellent, bro. It's like... I heard someone talking about it. Because you normally it's like, oh, this is a as an action adventure game, right? Um, you know, like run around open world combat and all that. But like honestly, the way that this game feels, especially near the second half or the end, it's like, no, this is just like a an action platformer game now. Like that game has so many tools for the platforming, and the platforming got really, really good in this 3D game on top of yeah. having Souls combat. It's like, oh yeah, really good platforming, Souls combat. Customize everything, ease of use, um, a lot of improvements from the first game. Like, man, this game is really fucking good, man. I got Cal. I haven't used it, but you have the mullet and the handlebar mustache. And you can <laughs> look like you're going to a monster truck rally. And it's like, oh, man, this game is, it does it all. And then the story's good. So I'm, I'm so pumped. I hear people talking about, like, there are parts of this game that they're just like, that's the coolest thing I've ever played in a video game. Mm-hmm. And it brings me back to playing Titanfall 2, the single player content of Titanfall 2, and how some of those levels were just so fucking good, especially for the time that they were in. And again, it's that same platform. It's that same team. It's, you know, it's the same yeah. platforming, wall running and jumping and all that kind of shit. And it's like, ah, yeah, that so big good. moment that people are talking about is a platforming section. It's like a super awesome story. I mean, we'll talk about the story cast. Let's just say. That there's a character in this game that I was anxious when Cal meets this Grover. character. Oscar the Grouch. What? No. Why would a Muppet <laughs> be in a Star Wars game? I don't, I don't know. I haven't played it yet. Anything could happen. And you're right. Anything could happen. Elmo's there. But no, there's a character that he meets, and I get anxious. There's a very specific reason. <clears throat> but it's this character. I, I'm anxious about that whole situation. And then something cool happens. And then you have the coolest, one of the coolest platforming levels, like in the last five or ten years and it's like in and out of cutscenes, story moments the god it's so fucking good and then there's fights against enemies that are crazy one of the hardest fights in the game is a joke fight from the first game and it's fucking really good um and then there's like these crazy story it's it's excellent dude like um <clears throat> game of this year is going to be really good because especially like we've we've been talking about it this next month i mean when you hear this podcast it's like three days until tears of the kingdom will be out and we're just gonna keep on moving and keep on moving and keep on moving. So, uh, God, it's so good. Uh, mainly, Brian in the chat says Yoda is a Muppet. It's canon. It's Fuck, true. He is the evolution is? of Yoda goes Baby Yoda, Grogu, Oscar the Grouch, Yoda old dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's Oscar's the, right in the middle. That's how it goes. Yeah, yeah. He's no, the I mean, Charmeleon. It, it's Frank Oz and everything. So, I mean, Brian, you're not wrong. It is. They did use Muppets. So, uh, yeah, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. <laughs> Everyone play it. It's great. Again, uh, there was a bunch of updates now, so like when I go in the river, I don't go to 10 frames a second anymore, so not too bad, not too bad. Uh, the next thing I played was Redfall. This was, because I was looking forward to it, then the reviews came out, and I was like, oh, that's not great, but I was like, well, I finished Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I'm just going to do collectibles. Let me go in and play around a little bit, and it's just, it is such like an okay game, right, where we're getting a bunch of sixes, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds right. It's like, oh, yeah, go in the open world, and like, killing vampires is cool. And it just feels like a stripped back 
Far Cry game where like you guys maybe could have used more time. But again, it is the four player co-op. So that's fun. I'm waiting to do um, basically like this is all weird. Brian, I'm in a discord with him. Secret discord, Chad. You can't know about it. Just like Alex's. <laughs> fucking secret discords everywhere. <laughs> and I'm in a discord with another guy who was wanted to play Redfall and wanted to do co-op. So I was like, I'll jump in for you and I'll get up to a little couple levels and then we'll play together. Um, so I'm still waiting to do that, but it's like, it's fine. It is an okay open world game. And it, thank God it's on game pass. Cause I, yeah, if I spent 70 bucks for it, I'd be mad. Like Phil Spencer was for sure, but it's whatever, but it is fun. Manly Brian says we have an emoji of my face, Chad in the discord. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen screenshots. I've seen what y'all are doing with emojis on the other side of my face too. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty good. Two, two blunts, two guns, <laughs> Chad's face in the middle. I mean, again, sorry to yep. take your discord. You can't come in, but it's very fun in there. Uh, but yeah, Redfall is fine. I definitely see why people will be upset and be like, Oh, Xbox is fucking up. Cause it's like only because they positioned it as like, this is one of the tent pool releases for the year. Cause like, yeah. like hi-fi rush is way better than this game, but hi-fi rush was a, a shadow drop. So like if they would have, marketed hi-fi rush to be like oh well that was cool and then yeah. they didn't market this one it would have been different but whatever it's fine uh and then last but definitely not least whoo chad i know you saw a big movie this weekend i'm assuming oh hell yeah i did holy shit guardians of the galaxy volume three what james gunn you fucking genius yeah. holy shit yeah. dude I'm james so gunn is incredible he is so wonderful he he has created such a great like like stable of characters across the whole guardians universe and he has just been and he gives them all the perfect amount of screen time the perfect amount of like empathy he is he's just incredible it is such a loss for marvel and disney that they let that they fired him temporarily and let him become king of the dc universe but yeah but we did get the trilogy though which is the cool <clears> thing because <throat> and i look back yeah. at this like in you know i, I would definitely say like phase one to five whatever the fuck phase it is of marvel has been like fine like i really like dr strange just because i like sam raimi but like that movie it's a lot of stuff that's just like on its own and it's like fine like ant-man like yeah. it was cool to see um kang and stuff but like it's i mean it's paul rudd it's all like paul rudd but the movie's it's fine whatever but this is like oh shit here we go here's a fun one and again it's not really connected to everything else but it's like man like you said all the characters are great all the actors there's so much emotion in characters that when you thought about it fucking 10 years ago like why would i give a shit about a raccoon that shoots a gun but it's so <laughs> so fucking good man uh, yeah, I adore it. I am ready for it to come out to digital, so I just keep watching it over and over again. Had a yep, really good time. Same. I'm ready for that soundtrack. I tried to look at it the other day, and all I can find is the score. I'm like, I don't want the score. I want the soundtrack. You want the actual songs. Yeah, I'm sure it'll release tomorrow or something on Spotify. Um, but speaking, again, everyone go see Guardians 3. It's awesome. But speaking of trilogies and trilogies mm. ending, give it to them, Chad. Mm segment from adam segment from adam segment from adam segment from adam that's uh people will say we're in love from oklahoma <laughs> ah, very very nice all right so this segment from adam and what is this going on in chat i'm sorry i had to look it over here i trying to remote our show and i found out he's been telling all his friends they can't know about it okay everyone <laughs> time to die podcast network has done really good ttrpg podcast Time to die. RPG. Go look them up. Chad, you can come to the Discord and hang out with us. <laughs> I will send you an invite after we're done. Because I love, yes, I love everything Brian does. I'm giving him a hard time. Time to die. It's one of those things where, like, when you have an affair and it's like, ooh, it's so... And then, like, as soon as people know about it, it's like, oh, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. So, like, as soon as I'm in the Discord, I'm not going to like it. No, no, it's very good. Hey, <laughs> Brian, why don't you put the the Twitter in the in the, what do you call it? This is Halloween in the, uh, <laughs> in the this is Halloween <laughs> in the Twitch chat. Put the Twitter in the Twitch chat and I'll shout it out. Yes, I was in an episode with you and I shout I talked about the episode on this podcast when I was in it. Anyways, the game we're playing is third time's a charm. This is a segment from Adam. And I'll just start this out. We're gonna talk about video game trilogies and we're gonna do a thing. And it's the Twitter, by the way, at time to die RPG. There you go. Everyone check it out. Um, so now that Guardians 3 has come out. What do you think are some of the best trilogies in Marvel? We'll just keep it Marvel. We'll just keep it easy. Right. In Marvel. Uh, like I Marvel say, movies specifically, right? Yeah. Trilogy of, of you know, again, like the Captain America trilogy, the Guardians of the say, Galaxy trilogy. I would Thor say Captain trilogy. America became great. The Captain America First Avenger to me is like 
It is it is a two uh, and three straight up awesome. seven to me. Two and yeah, three are two and three great. are incredible. Yeah. That's uh Guardians no of the Every one of them are great. Guardians oh, are great. Yeah. Guardians, excellent. Yeah. Um Spider Man is maybe the best. Ooh, that's a yeah, Spider Man's good. That's a tough one. Yeah. That's really yeah. good. Especially just because No Way Home is just like, hey, remember when you watched those other movies? Here we go. Uh, mm. But anyway, speaking about awesome trilogies in the MCU, how about awesome trilogies in gaming? So this is, <gasps> I have eight game. I have eight trilogies, right? And these trilogy, and I'm doing these by generations. I'm like, what's the best trilogy of this generation? And this will be the PS4, Xbox One generation. Technically, Switch, I put in here too. That one, number eight will surprise you. Um, <laughs> and what we're going to do is there's eight of them. We're going to do a bracket and decide which one we think is the best that were released during that generation of gaming. Okay. okay. Um, so let me get a random number generator one to eight. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you have one in mind? I remember I asked you before the, so this might or might not qualify, but I thought of infamous because of infamous one, two, and then infamous concrete powers that no one liked. You know what? I did not enter that. But you would make sense because the, the trilogy ended on the PS4 generation. Do right. you think that that would be a top would be in a top eight though? Is the question. Mm, I don't know. I haven't heard the other eight. I have no clue what they might be. Okay. When you told me to brainstorm, oh, what that might they be? Like that was literally the only one I could think of. Then so, <laughs> you somehow came up with eight other ones. All right. So here's what we'll do. Number one through eight. I'm clicking on this net random number generator. So we're gonna have RE remake. So even though RE1 Remake began on the GameCube, 2 and 3 mm -hmm. were last gen, so that trilogy counts as RE1 through 3 Remake going up against um, The Witcher, which again started old PC game, but The Witcher 3, mm -hmm. wait a minute, Witcher 3 wasn't a PS4 game, was it? No, yes, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was not a PS3, it was a PS4 game. So we have The Witcher series versus the RE series. Now, which one of those do you think is better? We're going head-to-head. -head. I will say, I know people like RE. I'm not an RE guy. We've done a game before where RE scores very heavy, or scores very well. So that's that's a bonus for them. Especially RE2 Remake was the biggest deal in the world. RE3 Remake, not so much. But The Witcher 3 is literally one of the greatest games ever made. R Witcher 1, no one's ever played it. Because <laughs> it's so old. <laughs> no, 2 is pretty solid, but 3 is literally one of the best games ever made. So I will put that out there. Be like, yo, Witcher 3, one of the GOATs. RE, beloved series, 2, everyone was very hyped and enjoyed. I don't remember the discourse around RE1 Remake, so you might have to remind me, because it's been a long time. RE1 Remake was like the standard, as far as I remember, was like the standard in in remakes at the time. Like, it, it took things away from the, the, uh, fucking, what am I trying to say? The, the fixed camera angles and all that kind of stuff and made it basically what it was supposed to be. Um... The I'm I am obviously biased in this one because uh, uh the ginormous never ending open world of Witcher three is you know that's scary to me and sometimes not interesting. But I would say if we're going on trilogies, I think you're I th I think that Witcher three is the only one that actually anyone has ever played. <laughs> I don't think anyone played Witcher one or two. And if they did, it was because they enjoyed Witcher 3, and then they went back to try one or two, and they didn't get very far. That's my assumption. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I feel like a lot more people have played our remake 2 and 3 at least, if not maybe 1 as well. Mm -hmm. And those are some of, like, you know, RE2 remake. So I think we're in the same situation, where RE2 remake is basically like the golden child, and everyone's like, this is the standard, and then Witcher 3 is also like the golden child, and this is the standard, and everything mm -hmm. else is like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, if we're basing it off of that, I will say RE3 Remake was fine. People didn't. I would say RE3 and Witcher 2 were in a similar camp where, like, they're pretty good, I guess, but they're not, like, the greatest thing of all time. Then we just base it on the first game, which I don't know anyone who's played Witcher 1, and people liked that RE Remake back in the day. I Even as a Witcher guy, I think I would probably give it to Resident Evil as a, as a yeah. trilogy that finished on the generation. Overall. I think I would agree just because of, yeah, 1 and 2. Of 1. Yeah, that's basically the thing. Yeah. All right, so... Those are gone. Bold those out. Where's my bold thing? I'm just going to delete it. I'm not going to worry about it. Bold. Old boldies. All right. Next up. I don't know why I'm typing this in here. Well, because that's going to be versus that. <laughs> Adam's just talking to himself. Don't ignore me. Um, all right. So our next one will be 
Tomb Raider reboot. So Tomb Raider, okay. um, uh, Rise, and then Shadow of the Tomb Raider versus the Assassin's Creed RPG series. So Origins, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Odyssey, Odyssey, and Valhalla, and Valhalla. So Tomb Raider reboot versus the Assassin's Creed RPG reboot series. Tomb Raider is more up my alley in my style of game, but I have to I have to admit that like people fucking dug the hell out of those Assassin's Creed games, and mm-hmm. they, like they loved Origin or Origins was the Egypt one, right? Yeah, Origins was Egypt. Yeah, yeah, they loved Origins because of what it did for the series and how it was a different direction, all that kind of stuff. And then Valhalla was just like never ending, and people ate that shit up. Um, so I would have to give it to them, even though I do. What was the discourse around like Shadow of the Tomb Raider? Did people like that one? That was another one of those like. Similar Shadow to was made by like, a different they didn't make team. The third game. Yeah. yeah, it was made by a different team. I will say, like, Shadow, I've played a little bit of it. I don't love it that much. It's fine. The problem here with this is that Tomb Raider reboot, great. And then Rise of the Tomb Raider, which is the second one, is literally one of my favorite games ever made. I fucking adore I love Rise. Rise of the Tomb yeah. But then it's like, I don't think I ever played Shadow. Yeah, Shadow, it's fine. It's not awful. I just Montreal made it. Oh, who made also Guardians of the Galaxy, which had, yeah, yeah. Which I do like. Great um, story. Meh game. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to think. RPG. Mm, this is a tough one. Again, I do love all of those Assassin's Creed games. Valhalla does keep fucking going on and on. I, all of those games keep going. I did everything in the first two. In Odyssey and Origins. I could not do it in Valhalla. I don't know. What do you think? All of those are quality, but they're all very, very long. And Tomb Raider, the first two are excellent. The third one, I don't know anyone who talks about it. So, like, where do we weigh that? I'll leave it up to you. If I mean, if it's uh, if it's our personal thing, I'm leaning Tomb Raider. But if it's, like, gaming trilogies and this is us as a gaming industry, I would lean towards Assassin's Creed. I can go Assassin's Creed. That works for me. So, AC. Cool. All right. Second match. Well, not second matchup. Next up, we have... Um, Dark Souls. Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. Which ended on the PS4 generation. Versus Batman Arkham. The series. So that would be mm-hmm, Asylum mm-hmm. City and Night. Versus Dark Souls. And this is a tough one as well. Because these are two series that are amazing and well-beloved. And both have like a game that people aren't super excited about in the trilogy. But they're I don't know, man. I would... Assuming, because Chad hasn't played the Dark Souls one, that's a hard sell. Also, I yeah, like I the Batman. I played Arkham Dark Souls series. one or two. Yeah, I did play almost all of three, but I just mm-hmm. didn't get to the final boss. I think I had one like Dragon King left before I got to the final boss. But uh, yeah, I would still lead. I would still lean towards Batman anyway, because those games are incredible and they defined a superhero genre. Like the. Mm-hmm. They took things away from the shitty Spider-Man Activision games, and they're like, hey, this is what video games can be if they're about superheroes. Um, So, yeah, I think that whole trilogy is fantastic. This is really tough because both of these are like, again, the whole idea of, like, Batman combat. Like, that's the thing that people said. Like, oh, yeah, it's like 3D and you counter, and it's a Batman combat. (laughs) And also Dark Souls, again, started an entire... I mean, mean, yeah, you're right. That started a whole fucking genre, too. Also started a whole (laughs) genre, so it's really tough for me. I'm going to... I'm going to give it a second. I'm going to think about it. Hey, Brian, if you're still in the chat, tell me which one, Batman, Arkham, or Dark Souls, and we're going to go off what you say. Because it's really hard for me. Because, again, I love I loved Elden Ring. Dark Souls I played, didn't love as much. But, again, it started a genre of games <laughs> that I love. And Batman, Arkham, like, I love all three of those games. Like, I don't care what people say about Night in the Batmobile. Fucking love it. It's great. Uh, um, I didn't like the I didn't like the night tank missions, but everything it's else. It's not as good, but also, I still like that game. Okay, so first of all, mainly Brian in the chat says, Wii, you get electric gloves, and he's choosing Batman, fear that alone. <laughs> Listen, you only get the electric gloves in Batman Arkham Origins, which is not part of this game. No, I think there was a re-armored edition for City, which you did get electric gloves for the Wii U version of the video was game. I might be incorrect. Wii but... U Arkham City. Did you have gloves that had shock powers in them? You cannot type this much stuff that... into Google, Chad. It's not going to work. Shock gloves. Arkham Wiki. Does it um, games there? Gameplay. Only has Batman Arkham Origins listed. Okay. You know what? Yeah. I'm still going to go with Batman. I know Dark Souls okay. started the whole fucking thing, but Brian brought it up, and I just 
I want to go with what Brian said, even though he mentioned the wrong game. So Batman <laughs> is up, <laughs> which leaves the last one. Now, this one's going to be a doozy, Chad. Number eight will leave you surprised. Hitman. Oh. Hitman 1, 2, and 3. I mean, mm-hmm. it's really cool because now you get them all in one in one package. They revitalized mm-hmm. that franchise, brought it back. Versus Luigi's Mansion. Because Luigi Mansion 3 was a Switch game. So technically, that's a trilogy that ended in this generation. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. have only played Luigi's Mansion on GameCube. So I I have not played that I have only played Luigi's Mansion on 3DS. (laughs) Okay, there you go. None of us play the Switch one. I'm a fucking Hitman stan. Adore that series. Especially like the newer ones. Yeah, I'll go Hitman. No, no talk. Nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. Just going nah, for it. Nah, huh? Luigi's Mansion. I'll be honest. Luigi's Mansion was boring as fuck. <laughs> I played it on 3DS, and I'm like, the 3D is really dope. Everything else is. Let me vacuum up some coins from behind this curtain. Oh, there's a ghost there, and I'm gonna go and pee in the corner. Mario, Mario, Mario. Love it. Oh, you guys, Mario, Mario. It's Mario. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so that leaves us with Resident Evil versus mm-hmm. Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed. Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm. What do we have in that matchup? Fuck. I mean, Assassin's Creed is definitely the bigger franchise. More people have played it. Though we found out the other week that like Resident Evil it just gets such good critical reviews anyway. So mm-hmm. like, I will say, again, I love Assassin's Creed. I've played all and beat all those games. The hype for RE to just because there's hype for one game, does that make that the ser- that the trilogy is better? Because the hype for two was unbelievable. But yeah, we're talking about trilogies, not just one game. So I might have talked myself. You know what else I love RE. about RE though is that like those games are contained, they're tight. You can play them and beat them in like eight to twelve hours, and you can do a second run in like an hour and a half. And I really, really appreciate that about a game. And you cannot do anything in Assassin's Creed in an hour and a half. But does that make it better just because you prefer it? <laughs> yeah, I would probably, yeah, I would probably go, I would lean towards Assassin's Creed for the good of the industry. Okay, we'll go with that. Then we have Batman versus Hitman. Two very similar. Batman, Batman 100%. Two very similar things because <laughs> this is a joke for a thumbnail that you made like a month and a half ago. If <laughs> yes. I was in the bathroom in a theme park and Batman dropped out to kill me, I would be terrified. If Agent 47 walked up, I would also be pretty fucking scared. Because he knows how to kill people in bathrooms very, very well. Well, uh, a- Agent 47, you would not just see him walk up to kill you. Yeah. You would be dead You're before always you turned knew around he was there. When it happens. Yeah. yeah. That's very true. Alright, no, also giving it to Batman. So, Batman versus Arkham City. Or, versus Arkham City. Batman has Arkham City in it. Versus a- I have AC written down, is why I said Arkham City. So Batman versus Assassin's Creed. What is the better trilogy from last generation? PS4, Xbox One, Switch generation. Mm, I would... I think you could make the argument that Batman refined the, tri- refined the gameplay, refined the trilogy, and made something really great by the end of it. I know a lot of people think like City is probably the best one, but I kind of think Night is is the best one. Whereas I feel like Assassin's Creed started to lose its way a little bit, which is why they now have 45 Assassin's Creed games in development that are all different and they're just trying to see what people want. So I'm leaning towards Batman. I am also going to go Batman. Again, I like all these series. And it would have been interesting if Dark Souls would have gotten here, what we might maybe would have thought, because then it's like these two series that defined entire genres going in the, in the finals yeah. but between i mean ac assassin's creed literally has batman combat in a lot of those games not the newer ones but in the older ones so i'm, I'm also batman i just love batman i think they did something special created in a genre and it's batman you can't argue with that so batman is respawning fires best trilogy of dope for the, the record yeah, this would not be would not be in there you don't think me. it would have made it in there no she puts concrete uh, in people's I legs. I would have chosen that over Witcher. I would have chosen that over Witcher. Do you think an infamous game is better than Witcher 3? Yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. You're crazy. Oh, oh, Nana's leg has concrete in it. <laughs> That's and then wild. you fucking do everything in the game, and what do you get? You get the power to turn into a rock. Yeah. And then you have nothing to do while you're a rock. <laughs> yeah, it's like the game's <laughs> so over stupid. now. It's silly. All right, well, that's third time's a charm. 
And that's segment from Adam. Oh, there we go. Nice. All right. By the way, I was drinking a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Summer Freeze today. It's the new flavor of the season. This one is listed as with a blast of summer Americana is the flavor. Yeah. Which which is just it tastes like blue and red and white. It tastes like a blue, um, blue and white pop, but I don't know what that flavor actually is. It does. It does. The the problem with for me though, I, again, I've only tasted the zero sugar variety, but I feel like it tastes like Mountain Dew hard. Mm. Like it tastes like it tastes like an alcoholic version of Mountain Dew, but not in the good way. Gotcha. But I have twelve of these, so I've got to get through them. Drink and them up. they're blue, which I'm not used to a Mountain Dew being blue that yeah, often. Out. And now my poops are green for the last couple of days. Is that what it was? I yeah. also had green poops for four days. I'm like, is it that cupcake that I ate a week ago? But maybe it was a Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> no, I lost a bet to my dad when I was a kid. I paid him $10 because we both got grape soda. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, man, this is going to turn my poop green. I was like, no, it's not. He's like, yes, it is. I bet you $10. I was like, what are you? Okay. Yeah, anything purple or blue turns your poop green. It's the dye. It's the dye. All right. Moving yep. on to our quest log. Not talking about this is Halloween or green poops. Tears of the Kingdom hype <laughs> the day before launch. Adam Bankers at IGN. Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, that's coming out soon, everybody. Uh, it's getting an official launch event live stream on Nintendo, uh, a Nintendo Treehouse Live with gameplay on May 11th, the day before the game is released. So, <laughs> I, I, what's so funny? Uh, mainly, Brian, you guys may well has you guys may as well have an official Chad poop talk. It. Oh my God, Chad poop topic segment because it's every episode. Segment from Adam talking about Chad shit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Nintendo Treehouse Live is going to talk about Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, get ready for a live stream on uh, 5.11 starting at 6.45 PT. <sighs> PT. Just do East Coast. Uh, that's like, that's <laughs> way past people's bedtime on, on well, like, oh, it's launch. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, well, you'll get to it. Beginning with the Nintendo Treehouse Live presentation featuring gameplay from Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Following Nintendo Treehouse Live, stay tuned. Um for more live stream content counting down to the release of Tears of the Kingdom. So they're like, we're going to show some stuff on Treehouse and it's a countdown till the game releases. Uh, it may be hard to believe we're now less than a week away from Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. There are also spoilers on the internet, so everyone be careful. So if you want to watch the the Treehouse to get into the mood, go for it. Otherwise, mute Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom on Twitter because someone will spoil it for you. you watch I it? just realized... Mm-hmm. They're probably going to show, look, I can tape this pile of poop onto an arrow. <laughs> it's green. <laughs> <laughs> it's green. Um, I just realized that I spent a week organizing a master raid for Destiny with the crew on that for Friday night. Ooh. And uh, I know there are a lot of nerds out there who, in that crew who are all about Zelda. And I hope... That they honor their commitment. <laughs> Did they say that they do it before they knew when it was? I I just now realized that it's that. And so I don't think anyone else has realized, too, that, yeah, we all agreed to that. It's going to take us like an hour and a half, two hours to run through the raid on Master Difficulty. So you know, they can a lot take of a break from Zelda. All of a sudden, oh, Chad, I got one of the weather, <laughs> man. I can't make it to the raid. <laughs> Very fun. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy that as you uh, lead up to the game. We do have to end with a little more somber news. Sorry. Sorry, Brian. I hate to do it to you. It's sad news. Sony shuts down the team. Chris Golian at VGC. Uh, Sony Studio Pixel Opus has announced that it will be closing down. In a tweet posted on Friday, the California-based studio wrote, Dear friends, our Pixel Opus adventure has come to an end. Uh, as we look to new futures, we wanted to say a heartwell, uh, heartfelt thank you to the millions of passionate players who have supported us in our mission to make beautiful, imaginative games with heart. We are so grateful. Uh, the studio was founded in 2014 and launched its first game, Entwined, later that year. It's also the creator of Concrete Genie. Um, it was announced in June of 2021 that Pixel Opus' third game was going to be a PS5 title developed in collaboration with Sony Pictures Animation. It's not clear if that project is still active. Uh, so it sucks to shut down especially an internal team, which you rarely see unless it's like this entire studio has gone. It was a smaller team, but still sucks to see them go. The thing, and again, hope they all end up getting some other jobs in Sony and they're all good taken care of. The biggest thing for me is like a collaboration with Sony Pictures Animation. Like, were they going to make a Spider-Verse game? Oh, shit. That or We Are the Millers. Not We Are the Millers. That's the one with Will Poulter. <laughs> Cloudy um, with the Chins of Meatballs. Uh, no, what's the one that was on Netflix <laughs> that had Danny McBride as the dad? 
and the robots took over. We are Halloween. No, we are Halloween the musical on Broadway. That's not the right one. Um, <laughs> I'll look Let's it see. up. Sony Pictures Animation homepage. Netflix's Agent Elvis. Nope. Keep going. Um, just give me a list of your shit. Netflix. Sony Animation. Netflix Sony Animated Movie. It was called... I'll look it up later. You talk about how you feel about Pixel Lopez because I have to find this because I'm freaking out. I, oh, I'm, the Mitchells I'm, versus the Machines. Not We Are the Millers. Oh, it's the okay, Mitchells okay, versus okay, the Machines. Okay. Very good movie. The Mitchells. I'm... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm surprised that it's them. And I'm also a little bit bummed. Like, more people... Concrete Genie was... It's either on PlayStation Plus collection or it's was on a monthly PlayStation Plus. So people should have Concrete Genie if they are subscribed to PlayStation Plus in some way. I think that game was severely underrated and underplayed. And I think it had an, a really, really fantastic mid-game twist that made the last half of the game super cool. Um, but I don't know. It's it's always so weird. And obviously, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that we don't know going on and development and money and all this kind of stuff. I'm just like, I'm bummed it's them because they're so new. And like they had some cool ideas. Versus something like Media Molecule. Like, I, I, to be honest, I, I love Little Big Planet. I loved whatever the one bit of Sackboy's Great Adventure, although I don't think that was Media Molecule. You're talking about Tearaway? Um, they did I liked Tearaway. Tearaway as well. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think the, the Sackboy's Big Adventure, I think, was made by another studio. Mm -hmm. uh, but they, they came up with, or they, yeah, Sumo Digital did that. Anyway, like, they did Dreams as well, but, like, mm -hmm. that studio has been, like, their games have been, they take for fucking ever to come out. They don't do well sales-wise. Like, I feel like if there's if there's a team that's bleeding money that needs fresh ideas, it's probably Media Molecule. You think they're Versus Pixel Opus. Mm, I, I feel know. like they're it, bigger, so it's probably not going to be an issue, but it's also a, yeah. a team that, like, we do the weird indie thing, and Sony is like, unless it's a AAA banger, we don't give a shit, you know? Like, they're all about, give yeah. us God of War, give us Uncharted, give us this stuff, and I, Dreams is a cool idea, but, like, I don't... The only people who like Dreams are the people who go out of their way to be like, I like Dreams, you know? So. Yeah. I feel worried. That's all I'm saying. And they just announced too that they were like drop, not dropping support for Dreams, but like they're ending. Like there won't be any more patches for it. They're still going to have you know you can host and all of this stuff on servers and all your content and all that kind of stuff. But like they're no longer, I guess, developing for Dreams anymore. So like it, I don't know. They my, know something I don't about whatever Media mo Molecules doing. Yeah, my only thing is that just I hate. It's not a huge. Well, again, we'll see because this is a cool team. I, again, I never played Concrete Dream. It looked cool as hell. I just like the artsy not all the time because again i didn't play every media molecule game because i didn't love them but i like the fact that people were doing weird artsy indie shit or whatever again it doesn't always work for me but i like that that's a thing that especially the big companies can do because again if we're only doing triple a bangers it's like you don't get a hi-fi rush you don't get concrete you don't get any of that kind of stuff if it's like well we only yeah. want to make last of us and god of war and nothing else which again those games are awesome i like those but i also like playing other shit once in a while so and I hope they end up well. And I just, I don't, I just hope it's not a trend. And maybe it's just a, this team was small and not worth what, what we were doing. Um, and hopefully yeah. it's not like a trend that keeps going. I also, I'm hoping, I haven't seen anything about this from people on Twitter being like, hey, I was just laid off from Sony, Pixel Opus, looking for a job. Like, I'm, I'm hoping they were able to find another place for them internally, especially because they've just bought like a bunch of new studios too. So like they, they've got money, they're acquiring talent and stuff like that. Like, let's, let's also, show respect to people who have been with us for a while so yeah you assume an internal team they'll just move them somewhere else and they don't close i think till june yeah. 2nd is when the actual studio shuts down so but all right that's i hope that everyone ends up well and keep giving us weird small stuff once in a while uh and that's it for all those stories that's I guess what there's she one. said what was that give me the keep weird giving us weird small stuff every yeah. once in a while <laughs> women love weird small stuff uh so that leaves us with one segment left Game on Game Show, the game on our game show, we play a game called Game on the Gaming Show on a game show. Game, 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 game. Adam. License to win. Oh, okay. That's the name of the game today. License to win. Has nothing to do with James Bond. Okay. But it does have to do with Game of the Year nominees and licensing. So, 
license to win. Get it? Get it? Get it? Get it? Uh, going off of the, I can't say enough good things about it. The Ninja Turtle game, Splintered Fates, Fate, yes. something like that, Splintered whatever the fuck it is. Going off of that game where it's just like, it is Hades, but we just reskinned it with a license of Ninja Turtles. I want us to do that with some other Ninja, not Ninja Turtle games. I want us to do that with some other Game of the Year nominees from the last couple of years and just reimagine, like, if this game were a different IP, mm, okay. what would work well for this game? I'm just having a discussion about it. Yeah, yeah. So I've got five games here who were nominated for Game of the Year. They did not win. No, I don't think they won. Mm, no, they did not win. So five year, five games who were nominated for Game of the Year. I just want us to reimagine what they might, what IP we can plug in to, yes. to take over the game. All right, first game. Everybody's favorite kitty cat adventure, Stray. Ooh, love Stray, that, that PlayStation game. exclusive, traveling all over like a kitty cat. If we were to take a, a license, what would we put that in? I, I might just answer Ninja Turtles for all of these, but I'll be serious. Uh, <laughs> like what's a weird game with just like a strange world that you would just explore openly? Hmm. Just I'm crawling around a lot of it. What would that be? I'm trying to think of like a weird like dystopian sci-fi thing. Uh, this. Okay. So I've talked about this before. I If you look at my Wikipedia app on my phone, I have 89 tabs open because I'll randomly want to think about something. And I'll open the tab, and I'll leave it open, and I'll open a new one so I can go back to, like, what crazy shit was in my brain. Recently, uh -huh. one of the things I was looking at was Annihilation. So do we have a world oh, yeah. where you go through that creepy swamp in Annihilation as some sort of animal, and you just walk around, and you see all the crazy shit going on in the Shimmer, I believe it's called, in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that Natalie Portman Annihilation movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay, okay. I, uh, you brought up sci-fi, and it made me start thinking about, like, what if we, instead of reskinning the cat, we reskin the environment. Instead of going around a, a, a city, you're going around a spaceship. And it's the story of the cat from Alien. That shit fucking Going cat. around the spaceship. <laughs> I hate that idiot. <laughs> Trying to avoid the alien in the movie Alien. I like that. Uh, Brian also has a good uh, suggestion in chat. Garfield. <laughs> Just you're Garfield and you walk around and you torture John and fucking Odie and normal all day. That would be a, also it's, be a fun the, If it was a Garfield game, and the, it would just be like, you you spent all of your time struggling to get up on top of some building. <laughs> and then you just sit there and eat lasagna. <laughs> That's the whole game. Yeah, that'd be so good. No, I like Alien. I, it's such a funny... Again, I, Alien is one of my favorite. I don't like horror movies. I love Alien. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I do love how that man, the first victim to the alien, is getting killed by the alien because he's trying to save that cat. And the cat just looks up at him as he gets killed. And it's like, oh, dude, fucking wild. Look at that. I'm like, you shit cat. You fucking... I hate that fucking cat so much. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. Number two, Horizon Forbidden West. Hmm. Hmm. So open world game could be science fiction or not. It could just be an open world game where there are dinosaurs. So you imagine, you know, automatically think of like Jurassic Park or something like an open world yeah. Jurassic Park game, <laughs> which would be, uh, <laughs> which would be fun and interesting. Oh, I think it would have to be Jurassic World Dominion game oh. because dinosaurs have become part of the world and they're normal out in there the real now. world. They're off the island now. Yeah, yeah, and we could put Chris have Pratt to be in a Jurassic it. World game. You could be Chris. Yes, Pratt. save the franchise, Chris Pratt. I like it. I, honestly, All what right. else makes sense? Unless you go the sci-fi route, but if we're just going open world, there are big animals everywhere. Like Jurassic World is the only thing that makes sense. Unless there's another thing I'm not thinking of, but that's the one. Right? Uh, obviously, because movie trailers are top of mind, like Transformers, Beasts, whatever that is. I know Beast Wars was a show. I don't know like what the Beast Wars, called. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the, yeah. Transformers Rise of Beasts or something like that. Mm hmm But, um... I mean, they I are literally robot them. dinosaurs. I guess that's yeah, not <laughs> out of pocket. Maybe we could do that as well. But no, I like, I like the idea of Jurassic World instead. Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard in an open-world <laughs> video yeah, game. Yeah. Oh, although, if, if Aloy is Bryce Dallas Howard, she'll have to be wearing heels. Has to wear the high heels. Otherwise, it's not authentic. <laughs> uh, next up, Metroid Dread. Mm. 
Metroid Dread. So you're a space lady going around, fighting some aliens, trying to suck your brain. Yeah. There's some scary robots. And again, I also thought to Alien, it's like, oh, you're Ripley, and this is like Aliens, where you're on that world by yourself and having to deal with multiple. But we've already used Aliens, so I want to go somewhere else. Ooh, though, what if we go kind of like the Prey, like Predator Prey movie route? Mm Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know, Metroid all often is like on the surface of a planet. Yeah. And so like you're like in this strange planet. There's these, the Predators are like the Emmy robots that are hunting you and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it could be like uh, Predators where they take people off of Earth and put them on a hunting planet to hunt them down yeah. for fun. So you could have that. Um, and again, I know Brian, he was talking about um, the first game or the the Cat Gastray, but the Matrix mm. Would this work with the Matrix? Like getting hunted down by Agent Smith, maybe? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, the, the setting's not the same Agent where Smith. you're like in a weird yeah. world by yourself, but you are stuck in, in a place. place Trinity or Trilogy? Someone, Trinity yeah. is her name, not Trilogy. Yeah, Trinity. <laughs> trilogy, the character, everyone's favorite character, Trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you do that as well. Because they right, like change right, the world four. and shit around you. Yeah, it could be scary. Yeah, you could do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Number four, Resident Evil Village. Spooky, scary, werewolf's castle, big old vampire lady. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead. Ooh. You know, I've not seen a single Evil Dead movie before, Ooh, but I am man. familiar. They have chainsaws and stuff. Yeah. And sometimes they're funny. Yeah. It's weird. Half of them are <laughs> awful. Like, not awful, but, like, actually, like, fucked up horror movies. And then, like, two of them yeah. are, like, slapstick, goofy movies. So... That's interesting. Um, I was just saying, because again, one of my Wikipedia searches might be Evil Dead Rise, because uh, I was looking at the plot <laughs> of that movie. Uh, but the the idea of being like chased by, you're in a place being chased by some evil presence. Mm-hmm. That's what Evil mm-hmm. Dead is sort of about. And it's on top of mind. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, Evil Dead Rise specifically, it's like, oh, this lady becomes possessed and they're like locked in an apartment building. And she's like, trying to fuck shit up because she's possessed by a demon that kind of a thing so mainly brian agrees i want evil dead village now oh i like that all right last game death loop death loop i recently just found out that i don't know the ending of death loop i thought that i did i got to like the last loop and i was going to close the last loop but apparently there's more things that happen after that that i am not aware of is there Um, i know that there's i gotta go back and watch that I had a definitive ending, but maybe there's a different path you could take. Deathloop. So here's the thing with that. It doesn't make sense for the game, but the style of Deathloop is fucking James Bond as hell. Like, it really is. Like, they have a James yeah. Bond theme song. It's very, like, modern 60s-ish kind of a aesthetic. But for the idea of Deathloop, it doesn't really make any sense. Like, James Bond is, like, stuck in a time loop. It seems like a weird one. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who's someone else who got stuck in a time loop? Um, uh, what about Bruce Willis Looper? Bruce Willis JGL movie? Looper. I've never seen it, but it sounds right. You haven't seen Looper? Oh, you no. should watch Looper. That's a dope sci-fi movie. Okay, I can check it out. It's not scary, I promise. I mean, it's scary in that, like, they put a lot of makeup on JGL to try to make him look like Bruce <laughs> Willis, look and it's scary yeah. looking, but that's it. I know Paul Dano's in that movie. Um, yeah, that, or isn't Tenet about a time loop as well? Tenet? The, yep. Temporal pincer too. the time. Oh. Tenet could make a fucking dope game. I'll have to trust you on that. I want to go back to kill a silverfish. Give me one second. Get it. Get it right. Get it tight. Did you get it? I've lost your audio. I can't hear you anymore. Can you hear me now? Because I hit the unmute yes. button. Yes, I killed it. I killed it. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, Tenet, again, a movie I've also still not seen, but I know it's got time loops What? In it. Oh, man, Adam. Yeah, everything Christopher Nolan has time in it. I haven't seen Interstellar Except either. for Batman. You have yeah. some watching to do before freaking Oppenheimer comes out. I do. You mean Inspector Gadget? Have you seen that meme? No. Someone took the poster of Oppenheimer and just put Inspector Gadget on it because... I guess it's funny. <laughs> I got to show it to you. I'll find it and show it to you. Okay. Okay. Cool. Thanks for uh, thanks for playing that little game on game show with me. That brings us to the end of that and the end of our podcast, episode 307 of Respawn Aim Fire. You have homework. Go watch Rafferty, 
Yes. Rafferty is up for Patreon patrons over at patreon.com slash respawn name fire. Check out the link there. It goes to a an unlisted private YouTube link that you all have access to that everyone else will get access to in a month in June. So check that out. It's part of your exclusive stuff. And it is incredible. The production value on it that Cozy did was just fucking mind-blowing. It's fantastic. And it's a good time. Um, I have said for a week and a half now that I would make a little teaser trailer for it. And I will do that this time tonight. In fact, I'm not going to play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles until that trailer is done. That's or my do promise both to the, the same world. time. There you go. Done. <laughs> um, so go watch that. Also, just head over there if you want to vote on Barf Games. You all voted. One of you voted. One person voted on patreon.com slash responding fire for barf games. Again, we're playing minute for the month. Really quick, easy indie one to get to, to take care of this month. If you would like to talk to us about minute, send in an email, be on the show and talk about it. Awesome. Please do let us know. Send us a DM, send us an email at responding fire at gmail.com, whatever it might be. And, uh, that's all Adam, uh, at no time to die RPG. TTRPG at, at time at, to die RPG is the thing that Brian is on. Does uh, it have it anything to do awesome. with James Bond? No, they do have is no time to die, right? Yeah. No time to die is, is the, the Daniel Craig movie. Okay. Again, they do TTRPGs. They have done D and D they've done uh, other systems. I'm trying to think we played Morkborg was the, the episode I was on. There's an RPG Morkborg. called Morkborg, which is like, Finland More heavy Mindy. metal fucking oh okay kind okay. of an idea and that was a Christmas episode and that was really fun uh so yeah check out Time to Die they have awesome stuff they have the holiday episodes especially but they have full campaigns as well um so yeah Time to Die check those guys out dope dope sorry my dog just like dry heaved onto the carpet nothing came <laughs> out you know what it, you know what it is though every time I eat Gouda cheese I give him a little bit of Gouda cheese and now my fucking eyelids swelling a fucking again you're I allergic think it's to Gouda, Gouda cheese. cheese you're allergic to it I think it might be Gouda cheese <laughs> anyway uh, that's it everybody until next time here's our usual sign off Marsha Marsha Marsha